The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Okay, today we are going to start the Story Boot Camp Episode 5, which is where I'm transitioning the story that I wrote, which was an autobiographical story, into the beginnings of my short story, which I'm going to write over the next four or five days. So just a heads up, I'm not going to be um, recording any more story boot camp episodes until I get back from a trip I may or may not be taking because COVID happened and uh, my husband got exposed to it like five days ago. Even though we've been so careful, he was exposed to it from our next door neighbor. So if you feel like you're being paranoid when you wear a mask around your next door neighbor, I'm going to tell you that you're not being paranoid because we've been insanely careful. We had Thanksgiving alone. And then, um, yeah, he was working on a project with our next door neighbor who was trying to help us out because of an electrical problem we had. And he called us two days later saying, I tested positive. My girlfriend is really sick. Like, uh, so we were supposed to go be by ourselves in another town locked in an Airbnb. But um, so he's getting tested right now. I don't know what the results will be. So either you'll be getting like double stuff from me because I'll be stuck at home instead of going on a trip that I've been wanting to go on for a long time, especially the last year. Or uh, you will be getting some pre-recorded episodes that I am going to do about pronouns and adverbs. And you're probably like, what, Kristen, pronouns and adverbs? But these are really pressing images for all, um, pressing issues for all writers. And uh, I was working on my son's third grade homework with him today. And I was like, wait, what are they teaching him? I can understand why they're teaching him the simplified version, but it's wrong. And it's one of the, like, they're the two problems I see the most for writers because they've been taught it and they haven't been untaught these uh, ideas as they've gotten older to adjust with their um, expanded understanding. So that's enough of that. I'm going to do those episodes. They're going to be great. You can also check them out on the uh, Literary Symmetry blog. If you go to literarysymmetry.com forward slash blog, I've posted the articles there. So you can read them if you're a reading type, which I hope you are if you're a writer, right? So take a cleansing breath with me. (sighs) And I'm going to walk you through the process of how to use expensive words from your autobiographical story to spin a fictional short story that you're actually going to share with everyone 
Uh, you can share it with your email list. You can share it on your website. You can go post it on Wattpad. You can post it on Medium, whatever you want, or all of the above. That's why we're writing this story. So today's episode, um, oh, I just got a text from Maria. Sorry. Sorry, Maria. I can't respond right now because <laughs> I'm recording. Um, so Maria and I were texting about Ready Player Two, by the way, which... I'm sad to say is not going to live up to the hype. I feel like Maria's like almost finished reading it and she's like, don't buy it. Cause she's been pressuring me to buy it all week. And of course I already bought it. <laughs> so um, I'm going to be doing a review for you on that. And I will do a review on ready player one, which is still awesome. Even if ready player two is bad, but I'm not going to give Ernest Klein any more of my money now. And we've talked about that a lot on this podcast, but uh, I'll, I'll go into more detail about that when I do those reviews. So anyway, we're talking about how to use the expensive words that we put into our autobiographical story into a fictional story. And remember, what were the goals with the autobiographical story? Well, the first thing was that we wanted to create emotion through sensory-related details. And I told you to use all five senses, and you were like, oh, I don't know. Can I do that? And I was like, yes, you can. And then I showed you in my story how I did it. And... um. After I want to, after I give away the story that I'm preparing for the person who I'm preparing it for, which is Travis's aunt, uh, I'm going to post the story in its edited glory on the Literary Symmetry website and on my own personal website, which is confidentnobody.com. And that way I can just like direct you straight to it and I'll add a link in the description for the podcast episodes so that you can find that. Um, but so listen, that story is about momentary joy, which turns bitter because of loss. And I wanted to like capture the joy in a bottle to, in a way, but also to like kind of understand that the bottle is tinted blue because of grief. And if you think that that um, idea is not worthy of a story, I want you to go watch Inside Out right now. Uh, no, you should watch it because it's awesome. But it's the idea that when you make big transitions in life, it's okay to be sad. Um, hopefully that wasn't too much of a spoiler. I mean, I think you already know that, hopefully. But if you don't, you're going to go watch this movie and you're going to understand it in a much deeper way. But so I was like, listen, I don't really want my short story to be about the loss of someone who you care about. Because like I've said before, I'm not sure I'm ready to write about that yet. That's why I haven't worked on um, Jet Planes and Pony Rides, which is going to be the biography of my father-in-law, which Travis and I spent three months researching for uh, two years ago. And so uh, I just, I'm not there. I will be there at some point. But it's really when you're so so close to an event that happened and you that you want to write about and you sit down to write, sometimes you just get this overwhelming feeling. And so what I want to do personally is I'm going to channel that grief into a short story about some another type of grief that I experienced a really long time ago. I don't have any like kind of uh, upsetness when I'm writing about it. I just kind of think. Oh, you poor, poor soul. Uh, I want to write about the grief of unrequited love because, and you're like, Kristen, how did you get there from like a short story about visiting Paris? Because I was thinking about 
Why do you go on vacation? Why do you take trips to places you haven't been before? Why do you want to experience things with the people that you love? And I was like, well, it could be that you're in a transition. It could be that you need an escape. And so I was like, oh, that sounds fun. What if I did a short story about a character who's going to visit Paris which is ironically considered the city of love. And she is mourning over an unrequited love. And to show her mental process and how she kind of gets through it. And if you're like, Kristen, that sounds too much like the story of Sabrina, I would say. So? (laughs) I love Sabrina. And also, of course, I'm going to put my own spin on it because, like, While Sabrina's in it, she doesn't realize what's happening, you know, and the storyteller doesn't really give you the impression that uh, that you understand what's happening either. But since I've been through it myself, I can add a spin on it. And um, I'm going to tell you a super embarrassing story right now because I want you to understand how even though I'm not ready to use my expensive words for one type of short story, that I'm still going to be motivated in my story to use my expensive words. And so I'm going to talk about someone we will call George, okay? George is not his real name, all right? But the thing is, I really like this guy in high school. This is so embarrassing. I just kind of was like, I... I was I felt so worthless and I thought he was so nice if he liked me that it meant that I wasn't worthless and I put so much pressure on him. Uh, I'm really sorry if you're watching this right now, George, you know who you are, I'm sure. And anyone who I went to high school with is going to know exactly who I'm talking about because it was like so obvious that I was obsessed with him. And um, so like at some point, I think he liked me back because my friend told me that he did. But I just totally blew every opportunity. Like one time he came to sit with me for lunch and I was just like quietly reading In Cold Blood by Truman Capote, which is crazy good, but also ethically sketchy, which I could do a whole uh, whole article about that or a podcast about that. But I just was like so nervous. I couldn't say anything. And after like 15 minutes, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go sit with my friends. And he left. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then things got crazier. At some point, I broke up with my boyfriend so that I could, like, see if he wanted to date me. He didn't want to. And then, like, I asked him if he wanted to go to prom with me as, like, a last-ditch effort. And he's like, you know, I'll think about it. And I was like, do I really want to go to prom with someone who doesn't, like, who's not dying to go with me? So I called my ex-boyfriend who was living in Arizona at that point. Different boyfriend, by the way. I dated way too many people in high school. Uh, And so he was like so excited because he had already said he wanted to take me. And he's like, I'm driving out there. Don't worry about it. We're going to have a blast. We did have a blast. Um, The guy who I had asked to prom ran into my prom date at least five times. So I don't know. Was he mad? Who can say? (laughs) But so I was like, it would be really fun to write about unrequited love. And uh, so as you can tell, I'm not like super upset about this story anymore, but I remember what it felt like to be so upset and to try to tie my worth into another person, which never works out, by the way. Um, And that's what Confident Nobody is about. And hopefully that will be coming out in 2021. Woo! 
because it's almost finished. I just kind of left it sitting there for so long, but I'm realizing that it's actually a great story. And in Confident Nobody, I talk about this guy and how um, I still have nightmares about him, which are not so much about him, but they're about my old self trying to come back and like uh, get me to doubt what I'm doing and my life and my career and my marriage, etc. So what I want to do is I'm going to write a short story about a girl who goes to Paris to escape and she realizes that she's been trying to fill this hole in her heart with someone who doesn't care about her really at all and how that's super unhealthy. So I'm going to like, that's the trick is how do I capture this progression in a short story? Because in a novel, no problem. My character arc would be nice and dynamic and I would nail it. But in a short story, you don't have that many words. You don't have a cast of like characters coming in. You might have one or two other characters that are supporting. So how am I going to do this when this girl is alone in a romantic city and she feels like junk? And to me, that's an exciting challenge. So I want you to think, okay, can you write something that is close to what you wrote in your autobiographical story? Or is it too touchy for you right now? Are you not far enough removed from it? And so what you can do then is use those feelings as a starting point and think about what other topics do you know about, do you have experience with that relate to those feelings that would be fine for you right now? Because the way that you give your story depth is to create an emotional connection with the reader. And the best, the absolute best way to do that is to use your own feelings, your own experiences, so that you can show the reader, look, I understand how it feels, and I'm going to take you on a story to help you know that you're not alone in the universe. And you might be like, wow, Kristen, that's a lot of expectation for my short story. I guarantee you that there are lots of short stories out there who have that have made readers feel as if they're not alone in the universe. I can think of like five off the top of my head. And this is just uh, an extra assignment. This is one of the stories that we're going to go through in the uh, the story boot camp um, challenge together when I finally get that up and running. But go read The Contrary Gardener. Just type it in, and you're going to read about um, Kaylin. And that story is one of my all-time favorites. It's some of the best world building and the quickest world building I've ever seen. And listen, I'm not saying that your story has to be as good as The Contrary Gardener. Okay, this is like the first time we're getting our feet wet together. We're going to go through and edit this stuff together. And I will help you edit your short story if you just send it to me. So remember, you can go to uh, expensivewords.com and on there you're going to see email the host. And if you click on that and you send me your short story after we finish this whole thing, I will edit it for you as long as it's under 3,000 words. Travis is like super bored in the ER right now because he's texting me funny videos. Um, so at least he's kept his sense of humor about this whole thing. <laughs> I love that about him. So that is going to be your homework is to read The Contrary Gardener to think about what kind of short story you want to write as far as the feelings and the mini character arc of your protagonist. And uh, if you can 
think about which setting you would want to use. So for me, I'm setting it in Pierce because that's what my that's where my autobiographical story is set. But you can create any world for your story to happen in. But if you're like intimidated by fantasy or science fiction um, or some other genre like that, just keep it contemporary and tell the story about a moment. And so in the next few episodes, I'm going to give you samples of my own story that I'm writing. I'm going to teach you how to write the scene, which is an action and a reaction, and to condense those feelings and ideas into something short that's fictional because I showed you how to do it in something that's autobiographical. And now we're going to take those methods, the ways that we incorporate emotion through sensory details and turn it into a fictional short story, which is so exciting. And also, if you have not gotten the free audiobook of Story Filters, which is going to tell you how to stop doing the one thing readers hate most, you should go get it now, literarysymmetry.com forward slash story filters, and listen to me tell you how you're going to change your writing forever in just one lesson. And it's totally free, so please go get Story Filters, listen to it before you start your short story, because it's going to give you such an edge. And I made it for you because I care about your writing. And uh, yeah, if you want to, <laughs> if you're like, Kristen, that story is not that embarrassing. Good. I'm glad the one I told you about the guy that I, the unrequited love situation. Um, but yeah, I'm using my expensive words for you and for any other reader. And I feel like it's the m- most important writing that I can do. So that's why I do it. I hope that's why you'll do it too. And remember, as always, as I always say, it is never too late to write the story of your heart. Happy writing. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer and I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing.